Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. If you had finals this past week, I hope they went well. This morning, I actually took my microeconomics final, which is a perfect segue into today's Finance Friday. Today, we're going to be talking about diversification. Diversification is the financial concept of spreading out your money to different types of investments to decrease your risk, but still allow your money to grow. So to understand why you would want to diversify, you first need to understand why only one type of investment is risky, as in why only putting your money in one place would be risky. I think that the perfect way to explain this is to use the example of COVID. With COVID, so many things were shut down immediately and indefinitely. The overall market is definitely recovering, But for example, if you invested in one of the industries that took a big hit and still haven't recovered, you might still be pulling losses. So some of those industries are arts, entertainment, recreation, and I'm sure that all of you can see how those industries still haven't fully recovered. You don't see a lot of people going to plays or to movie theaters or any sort of sports games because those are areas where you would have a large, a lot of people gathering. So if you invested in one of those sectors, that those industries haven't necessarily recovered and that would be reflecting in your portfolio. The next thing you have to understand is how you go about diversifying. Here's where I'm going to create an important distinction. So diversification is is the concept of spreading out your money to different types of investments, not just different companies. So what that means is it's not the concept of making sure that your investments are necessarily in different sectors, although that is a form of diversification, but also making sure that your money is in different sorts of assets. And now I'm going to go through a list of assets and what they are so you get a better understanding of that. So one type of investment is mutual funds. Mutual funds essentially allow you to pool your money together with other investors to purchase a collection of stocks, bonds, or other securities. These funds could include over a hundred securities, which if you have a small amount of money, that could be difficult for you to recreate. So one popular mutual fund is Fidelity's S&P 500 index. So it's essentially an index of 500 companies. And as you can see, if you have a small amount of money, there's no way that you would be able to invest in those 500 companies individually. So instead, there's this concept of mutual funds that basically weight these companies um, in different amounts in the fund and you only invest your money into that fund but it essentially tracks those other indices and or those other companies and reacts accordingly another example of a different type of investment is single stocks which might be what you are most familiar with so you can buy and sell what you want, which is a, when you want, which is a pro, but individual stocks are affected more, so you shouldn't really buy and sell them quite rapidly, which can be your gut reaction because as we were talking about with the COVID example, a lot of individual stocks have taken major hits. And so your first instinct um, in just even on a normal day might be to sell right away, but you obviously have to wait and see how they do over time, um, which if you don't like taking losses um, and you have that gut feeling that you want to sell something right away, maybe this isn't the best option for you. Um, But solely, as I said before, um, investing in different types of single stocks doesn't ensure diversification, so you do have to mix in other ways. And another con of single stocks is that you do have to monitor your portfolio more. Um, For example, 
there are a lot of different companies that do really well one day and really badly the next. And so you do have to be, there's more maintenance required because your stock isn't performing according to the overall market as maybe the S&P 500 index does, but it's um, more affected essentially. Another type of investment is bonds. And if you've ever taken an AP Gov class in the US, you might be familiar with this. Bonds are very similar to fixed income loans. So bonds are used by companies, municipalities, states, and sovereign governments to finance projects and operations. You get money from fixed income payments, and also you can get a profit if you sell the bond at a higher price than when you bought it. The only issue with bonds is they usually have a lower return than stocks um, because they are kind of that fixed income loan. And while they do go up in price, you only really get the benefits of that if you sell at a higher price. The um, fourth type of asset that I'm going to be talking about today is exchange traded funds, which you probably better know them as ETFs. ETFs are a type of security that involves a collection of securities such as stocks that often track an underlying index. So they do act like a stock, but they don't necessarily um, react the way that the singular stocks do. Instead, they track other indices. There's different types and they can be across sectors or they can be concentrated in one specific sector, such as entertainment, for example. One of the most popular types of ETFs are is SPY, which is the S&P 500 index, which is a perfect segue into the second to last type of investment we're going to talk about today, which is index funds. So an index fund is an investment that tracks a market index typically made up of stocks or bonds. Again, it diversifies for you and it's slightly less risky. Uh, For example, the Russell 2000 index is comprised of small stocks. So while investing in one of those small companies on your own might be very risky because the Russell 2000 has such a large number of these small stocks grouped together, you're less likely to see risk. And it does do a little bit of diversification for you because all of your money is not concentrated in one sector necessarily. The final type of investment we're going to talk about today is real estate. Now, real estate is slightly um, self-explanatory in the sense that it's very literal. Um, Real estate investments often look like buying properties, um, and it's probably not the type of investment that most people um, my age or most listeners of this podcast are going for, but it's definitely an option, and it might be an investment that you're very familiar with because that is how your family chooses to invest. Um, And I would say that one of the greatest parts about diversification is that you can do it in a lot of different ways. Um, You can do it by investing your own money and starting your own account, like we talked about in the last finance episode. You could do it through retirement accounts or a Roth IRA, for example. It's really just about um, choosing different types of investments um, in whatever accounts you have your money in. So other than choosing different types of investments, another example of diversification is varying your companies and your sizes. So like I said before, making sure that you're choosing companies in different sectors and making sure you have a mix of smaller and larger companies. And then I guess the final type of diversification would be to invest abroad. Um, I'm not super familiar with how investing abroad works, but I'm definitely going to do more research on that. And I might even have a whole episode on that for you all if it's something that you're interested in. But just to get started with the basics, 
try to make sure that you have a couple different types of investments in your accounts. And if you're not really sure how to get started, then choosing things like ETFs or mutual funds that kind of do the diversification for you is a great idea and a great way to do it. As always, I have all the sources for my research. So if you have any questions at all, um, feel free to DM me on our Instagram account, nids.g. I appreciate all the support that I'm getting for this podcast and on that account. So thank you so much for listening to these episodes. And please come back next week uh, for another episode. It's going to be Christmas. So I hope you all have an amazing time with your family. And I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Thank you.